1: Welcome back, everyone, to Director Showdown, the penultimate. Hey, you use that <laughs> word correctly. I've, I've used it so incorrectly yeah, many times in my life. I remember you know? hearing that many times, probably on podcasts or something, um, and just being like, yeah, it means like the last of a thing, right? But no, it's, it's the second to last of a yeah. thing. And, and it's, it's like the, the, the word itself just sounds like it has to be the last thing. This is like the penultimate. Is the prefix pen like? Le- look that up. Look that up while I talk okay. about this, because I feel like that's got to be like the 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 well, one it, right before is what pen has got to mean. I right? mean,
0: penis starts with the word pre-
1: prefix pen, so it's that's like true. So the, the one right before, before the, is, the, and I don't know. That's where that joke ends, I guess. <laughs> Complete that one yourself.
0: Yeah, you know, prefix <laughs> is the one before the, the vagina. I don't know. Okay, yeah. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but uh, people, it's funny because I I, I I typed in prefix pen and the first thing that comes out is people confuse penultimate and ultimate believing the prefix pen simply adds more emphasis to the word ultimate. This is not the case. Pen prefix means almost and thus oh. penultimate means next to last. So it is a prefix. Okay, But sure. it's funny that go. they use
1: penultimate as the first hit. It's like, all right. Yeah. Let's let's okay. let's clear the air here. <laughs> There's a bunch of fucking like guys listening to podcasts out there who don't mm-hmm. know what this fucking word means. Um, or like saw the second or, you know, saw an ad for uh, Ozymandias on Breaking Bad and were like, what is, what's penultimate mean? Is this like the best, but yeah, I mean, almost the ultimate episode. Almost, yeah. Which, boy, that's putting a lot of importance on our final episode, I guess, huh? Yeah, the ultimate, <laughs> yeah. That's the ultimate episode of Director Showdown next well, week. Well, ultimate, like, really
0: means just, like, the end. Mm. I mean, like, people that's just true. made, like, the the context, it's like the difference between, like, sad and misery, you know, like ultimate and final, they're they're yeah. the same, but they have different meanings mm-hmm. in the way that things are emphasized. You know.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, listen. Now that people understand fully, this is, a, this is an English podcast. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's an English pod now. Get um, it? Because
0: the director is David Lee, who's English. Oh, who's English? Ooh, a very ooh, we're talking sneaky. a very
1: English movie. Yes, despite the movie being called A Passage to India. Uh, you know, this is the penultimate episode of this season, yet it is the ultimate episode for David really? Lean and for his career. Uh, this is his last movie, um, Passage to in India, he made when he was 76. So mm-hmm. he was really getting up there. Cool. Um. Getting into those, uh, Clint Eastwood years. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean, Clint, Clint is 90. You realize he's ninety and he's still cranking out like a movie a year. That's what sustains him, dude. Yeah, I guess that's gotta be it. Him and Ridley Scott Mm. are both like siphoning life from like the ether by like creating movies somehow.
0: That's how I feel about Bernie Sanders as well. Like he just like he won't die unless he becomes president. Like, as soon as he wins, like, he just dies because he finally fulfilled, like, the promise
1: he made to a wizard thousands of <laughs> years <a> ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, like, or like once, his, once his, like, agendas have been fully achieved, yeah. it's, like, he, he's still so angry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's, like, as soon as, like, I, I don't know what it is, like, universal healthcare is passed, he's going to, like, lie down in bed for the night, and he's going to be like, Janet... I don't know his wife's name Yeah Her name's Janet sure. Yeah yeah Janet I can finally rest And then he's gonna Close his eyes And he's never gonna Open them Because mm-hmm. he Fucking achieved it He 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 ascended The mountaintop
0: And ironically enough The taxpayers Had to pay for all his Like health care At the
1: You end. know Sacrifices <laughs> Sacrifices must always Be made Um but, uh, we we want to we wanna keep we're we're not we're not we're not political uh, junkies <laughs> here. We just want to have we just have fun here. Yeah, director. We just done. have fun. We just have fun little jokes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I might as well bring up my my like what's going on with Lean at the time here. So he makes this. What, what
0: year was this movie? By
1: the way, eighty uh, four. Okay. Um, when it came out, and he hadn't made a movie in fourteen years. Um, he had last directed a movie called. Uh, Ryan's Daughter, which is like this epic romance war movie set during World War II between, like totally on brand, between like yeah. an Irish guy and an English woman or something. Um, it had, it's a, it was apparently did okay at the box office, but like got like really bad reviews. Oh, sad. Which is a bummer. And I I couldn't find a specific reason why he took so much time off. I think, oh, actually, no, this is fascinating. This is like my next note. Um, he tried for like five to ten years to do a two part epic of Mutiny on the Bounty, but he wanted 50 million dollars to make it, which at that time in like the 70s is that's fucking crazy. Like that'd be bigger than like yeah the Avengers Endgame or something. It honestly like for that time it'd be yeah. probably yeah that at that price value or you know price or or more What was he going to do with all that money? Was I mean the, did you read that when you were a kid mutiny and no. the bounty? I read what like the that? kids version. Um it's about like a ship and there's a mutiny and it's you know it's like a big kind of epic about these these soldiers trying to overthrow their captain and stuff like that. Man, that sounds cool. I wish he would have made it. That That's like Master
0: like, and Commander.
1: Ex- yeah, like a David Lean Master and Whoa. Commander type movie. Yeah, that would have been great. Just a bummer we didn't get that. Um, and yeah, it sounds like he really wanted to try to get that made, but he couldn't get the funding because they were like, I mean, people are making, like, blockbusters now, man. Like, who the fuck are you? Like, you're going to make these big, slow movies about weirdos and fucking... (laughs) Well, not tangent, but...
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't want you to... I want you to continue your
1: thing, but... No, that's pretty much it um, for where he's at, yeah. And then he does this after some stuff.
0: It's just like, after watching... Kurosawa included, you know, they don't make them like they used to. I've been saying this whole goddamn thing, and I just feel... This is, I love, I love movies, Brent. You know, I and fucking love movies. They're all, I have them literally proof. tattooed to my body. You know, I have movies yeah. tattooed in my body.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and Literally
1: just the word movies in two spots too. That's, I think what people don't realize. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but. <laughs> movies. And then on your back,
0: movies. Movies. It's all, it's all over. Yeah. I got one on my dick, too. Oh, as you should. Yeah. Um, that one hurt a lot. Even, That's got us...
1: How do people do that? I don't
0: know. It's kind of fascinating to me. Like, yeah. You know, I would have, like... A, it'd be funny if you could make, like, um, some sort of, like... A, like, an HP bar or an energy bar on your dick, you know? And it would just, like, <laughs> change as you get an erection.
1: Yeah, it's very condensed when you're when you're flaccid. Yeah. I'm so happy we're talking about this. And then, like, as... You know, you're getting excited. Yeah. It's like D-d-d-d-d-d-d. it's like some Scott Pilgrim flesh <laughs> art <laughs> or
0: something. <laughs> but anyways, the the point the, the yeah. point I was making is just like I I I kinda hate where movies are now in the way that when you look at all these movies that we've been watching, yeah. It's, it's like you can't have anything big unless it's like either something comic book related. Or it's IP. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing. You can't have an epic anymore in the way that doesn't include some magical character that was made up in a comic book or something like you can't Mm -hmm. like where have we seen these grand epics recently? You know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, yeah. are people just bored of these things it doesn't excite them or
1: like I don't know I, I think it's all yeah man I mean we we've like talked a little bit about this stuff in prior episodes but mm. yeah I mean we we should definitely talk about this more I think like um, who knows like I, I think it's a lot of factors but I think it's it's mitigating risk I think is a yeah. big factor and it's also the fact that uh marketing has evolved so, so fucking much since, like, the 80s and 90s, and then, you know, the introduction of the internet and just, like, data and how data is collected and how that data is used isn't always, you know, the most accepting of, like, taking risks and doing new, exciting things because I think at the end of the day, a lot of, like, you know, and this is another factor, too, but, like, a lot of big, big studios own these smaller studios now and have say over what they get to green light and you yeah. know, who's making what types of movies, uh, you know, like Disney owns, I don't know, like this, you know, you watched Nomadland recently, but like Disney, yeah. the day after Nomadland won, like took credit for Nomadland winning and like made a post about like, we're so proud to be in partnership with, uh, or like the, the company that, actually did Nomadland, but they own that company. And it's just like, wow, man, that's so sad to like see this big corporation be like, we're so proud of, of this new a voice. And and she's like already in the Marvel family now. It's just like, yeah, you just see the, the kind of like cogs of the machine now where to talk about like passage of, you know, passage to India a little bit. I didn't know where the fuck this movie was going, oh, yeah same. and it constantly like uh surprised me, and yeah, uh, I mean, I just didn't know, and it was expensive I was just looking up like the um, adjusting for inflation, the budget, and I want to do this real quick. Uh, let's see, 1984 this movie came out. This movie cost 17 million.
0: Let's see a nice cool 17 million a nice indie film budget
1: <laughs> yeah i know like in 1984 but yeah this movie uh now would cost 44 million hmm. which i cannot fucking mid, yeah imagine anybody throwing 44 million at a movie like this now like oh, that's yeah, absolutely not like i can't even comprehend that
0: but um, i can't comprehend many things but <laughs> um yeah yeah it, it it's just so weird To see how the market, you think that with the increase of wealth, there would be a large diversity of film, Mm -hmm. yet it seems like it's more of these big, to use a rainforest, rainforest metaphor, these big, like Marvel, Marvel, Disney... Are these big like rainforest like trees? They're huge. That blind out the sun. Yeah, and the only ones who get a little sun, who get a little sun, are like little indie like films at the bottom. They get
1: there's no mid like
0: <laughs> b- branches yeah. or anything getting it's some light.
1: yeah. It's very um, trickle down. It's like it's like yeah. Well. You know, we'll give money to that. And it's like, there there are companies like A24, God bless them. Who God, like, God bless them. Who still don't, you know, still don't, I don't think quite throw like, you know, 60, 70, 80 million dollars at a movie. I, I think I read that Green Knight is like 45 million. Mm. No, you know what it was? It was, um oh man, I'm excited about this, but Robert Eggers' new movie. The Lighthouse and The Witch Guy, The Northman. Yeah, I, lo- I love Robert. Uh, yeah. That movie's apparently like $100 million, which is fucking What a wild. bet. <laughs> yeah, that's... I mean, I'm glad it's being made, thank God. Yeah, it's like yeah. there there are, you know, and there are exceptions to the rule, I think, now. But I think a bigger factor, like what you're talking about is the... And I had to look it up to remind myself from college, but it's like, it's the 4 quadrant thing. It's mm-hmm. like the... As this, like, marketing term developed, it was like you know, there are men, women, people under 25, people over 25. Those are like the people. And it's like back in, say, the 80s, you had Die Hard, right? And that's like, you know, mostly men over 25, but like, you know, Mm. it'll trickle into like their wives who are going into like, you know, the young men who go to it. But then at a certain point, and I feel like this is like, I think like the turn of the century, I think it's like around the year 2000 Mm. there became this realization of like, wow, we can make so much fucking money if we like trim the edges, if we like insert a character for everyone. Um, and Mm. it's like what Marvel does with every movie. Um, and it's, it's just how things are now, you know? And it's, It's a it's a bummer, you know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Your your hesitation on that. Yeah, Yeah,
1: I mean it's it's because like it's
0: not to say that I don't enjoy Marvel movies. Like I do. We both. Yeah, yeah, we both do. It's just um, I was hoping that from all the success of Marvel movies that it would have been reversed, not the way that it is. Like Mm -hmm. same with Star Wars. Like yeah, I was hoping that with all the money that they would have faith in. I mean Ryan Johnson got to do Knives Out which was sick that was cool. Yeah. You know that's what I wanted to happen was like they would get their big like budget movie and then they can do like a good mid-tier. Like hopefully yeah. Chloe Zhao, right that's her name um yeah. gets to do like a kind of a mid-tier budget movie after Eternals if it does well. It's funny you mention that, dude, because,
1: yeah. like, that movie's been finished for a while, Eternals. Yeah. Uh, her next movie is, like, a sci-fi western Dracula That sounds sick. Which is, like, that's so, like, she, yeah. I think, is, like, clearly a big nerd and, which is weird yeah. for the movies that she's made so far, but, mm. um, yeah, I think she'll be, you know, quality notwithstanding of the stuff that's coming, but, like, I think she'll be, like, a Ryan Johnson type who's like, yeah. listen, I'm, I'm going to earn my check from this Hmm. and my clout from it but I'm gonna use that to make yeah. stuff that I want to make the jury still
0: sure yeah. jury's still still out with there
1: um, yeah for sure we will we'll see, we'll see yeah. how all that
0: stuff goes um but I wish her the best in the way that like that the machine produces something positive as opposed to like you know mm-hmm. a negative output of yeah how do I say this without sounding pretentious um not pop culture I guess is probably the best thing I can say about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not, not more, more stuff for the masses, like kind of more specific, hmm. weirder things. I think like, maybe like her and Ryan Johnson seem to me like the inverse of what's happening now where like, what seems like is happening now is like, uh, honestly, Colin Trevorrow is probably the prime example of this. It's like, you make <laughs> an indie that gets some love and what, what studios realize, this is like what I've, like I've read articles about this, but like studios realized like, Oh, okay. This guy can make a movie. He's made a good movie. We can hire him for like nothing to make like Jurassic world. And like, that's what happened. And then all of a sudden he's, you know, the fucking big studio guy. And then he makes book of Henry and proves to everyone that he's a shit (laughs) (laughs) writer, director, but like, like book of Henry. (laughs) (laughs) Was a wonderful experience,
0: and I would not take that back. Wonderful experience. Probably Um, had I had much more fun with Book of Henry than I did No Man Land. That's for sure. I mean,
1: yeah, that's that's an interesting conversation. (laughs) I just said fun. The the word fun is. We had fun mm, watching it. That is without a doubt. Um, (laughs) but yeah, that seems to be the case now, and it's like, Marvel is kind of the biggest uh proponent of this, where like. I'm trying to think of their recent – well, they have Sam Raimi doing uh, Doctor Strange, which is cool. But then they have like um, the guy who did fucking um, – oh, God. What was it called? Uh, I'm trying to think of their other movies. But I mean, yeah. I mean, they're doing – what's his name? Um, Shin – I don't know why I'm blanking on all this. Um, yeah, it seems like they hire people who have done like one or two indie movies. Yeah. And then it's like, and you're gonna launch fucking Fantastic Four like Spider-Man or uh um Yeah, I mean that's just like their that's process. Just how it now. Is, yeah. Yeah. It's a
0: it's
1: a pump pump and dump. Yeah, and then what's funny is that um uh I almost said Chadwick Boseman, but the director of uh uh Ryan Kugler. Ryan Kugler, yeah. yeah. It's like you think like they're gonna escape that, but then you know, now he's doing like Black Panther two, which like who knows what that'll look like, but um Wakanda Forever, I guess is what it's called. Hmm. But uh yeah, and it's like they kind of keep they keep staying in the Marvel kind of big franchise thing. And it's like you could pr- like the money has to be good, I guess. The oh, money absolutely. has to be like
0: absolutely they're not be they're
1: not being paid jump change. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like and especially after you make a hit like Black Panther, they're probably like listen, man, we're going to drive a couple of dump trucks out to your house and we're going to just like pour gold onto your fucking mm. driveway. And he's like, all right, like, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, it's got to be impossible to turn down, you know? Yeah. Except if you're Edgar Wright, my man. Yeah, I mean, he fits that other category of like, let
0: me get my check. But he he didn't even make that far. He's like, I don't, I have, I have, I don't even, because I want to do what I want to do. Yeah. Integrity. I'm not saying those other directors don't, but I'm just saying he, he, he's true to what he
1: wants. He's like, yeah, truly, I think an artist and And he made Baby Driver and that cash his check. He got over a hundred mil.
0: Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is like, he's, it's funny because I feel like he's in the uh, minority now of directors. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. just like David David Lean did whatever the fuck he wanted, you
1: know. I mean, yeah, tr- I you mean, see, you and who knows this in, in yeah.
0: uh, Passage to India, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, and you know, I was just gonna say, like, who knows what the future holds? I could honestly see some kind of like, you know, movie renaissance happening at some point where people are like, "Is this all there is now?" Is just like all these IPs and the fucking five pillars. One, you know, on Disney Plus, one of which should be National Treasure, like we've we've mentioned.
0: Like, I'll take everything bad I said about Disney if they're if they're not cowards and, d- and do that. If they make yeah. a National Treasure cinematic universe and they pump five hundred mil <laughs> and they get Nick Cage and gang yeah. back, even put fucking put Riley in, put Riley, put in. Riley
1: back in, get fuck him it. back,
0: get him back, get the whole gang get together. Yeah. I will
1: shill for Disney till the end of my days. <laughs> um, yeah, Might I mean it's uh, so. I, I who knows what the future holds? Like yeah. it's it's a it's a kind of a bummer conversation now, and especially after COVID, when that made things only I think more extreme. But you know, once things even out, who knows what's going to happen? Hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, Passage to India is what we're talking today. Yeah, David Lean's last movie. Adam, I want to pivot really hard into sure, yeah. historical context mm-hmm. uh, because I, I finished this movie mm-hmm. and truly for like half a day or so I was like not totally sure how to talk about this movie. Not totally sure I know what to take away from this movie. It's a hard movie to talk about. It is a little bit. So I was like... We had to be yeah. kind
0: of... I think... I mean I want to give a fair warning to our listeners. Like, I feel like there's a lot of things that we might say that would not exactly align with things that are, I'll just say it's like maybe controversial, there's a lot of controversial stuff in this. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. And yeah. I think <laughs> so. I mean, I would just say like, we're going to, I know we're going to try to do our best to tiptoe around, but again, like I think to say that we're talking about a movie and it does not reflect our opinions of, uh, yeah, you truly believe. So, Definitely.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, it's a movie with some complicated subject matter. Yeah. You know, that, that kind of rears its head in the second half. Um, mm. but, uh, but yeah, I was, I was just very curious about like, I, I kind of need to understand more of this world that this movie is taking place yeah. in this story. Basically that's, that was based on a book. Um, 1920s, wasn't it? Yeah. By Jesus Christ. Have it, have it. E.M. Forster, E.M. Mm. Forster in the 1920s. Um, so essentially, yeah, this movie takes place during an era called the British Raj. And I'm going to sound ignorant as fuck talking about this because I, I knew none of this beforehand. I mm. truly did not know like pretty much all of this. Uh, but essentially, um, yeah, after the first war for Indian independence, Britain took over. India, basically, like a large chunk of India from 1858 to 1947. So almost a 100 full years, Brit- like Britain was in control of, of India. Um, the uh, Yeah, I wrote down, in 1861, census showed that 70% of English population in India were officers. Like they were military British officers, were like heavily the presence there, which explains why in this movie it's like it's kind of heavily militarized like British Soldiers yeah. there, um, and let's see. Okay, yeah, and essentially, like the British very much wanted to implement, you know, their culture and their society of you know to the Indians, and the you know the Indian population was very against that, and uh, eventually the British basically gave up uh, on doing that. Mm-hmm. But then in 1919, which essentially is like right before this is like the important context for this movie in 1919 uh the jolly and wallabog massacre of 1919 happened uh it was a massacre of hundreds of unarmed civilians um and that happened after the british were like forbidding public meetings i'm not sure why they were doing that Mm. i wonder if it has anything to do with the spanish flu No, I don't know. I I just know that was around 1918. Um, But that was like a a big turning point in like ending British rule. People started protesting. Uh, They were really restless in the streets about, you know, Britain being in charge of everything. Essentially, after World War II, those tensions boiled over and uh, Britain was finally like after the huge war we just fought, we can't we can't even worry about, you know, managing that country anymore. Um, like we, everybody is pissed off at us. They're rioting and they're protesting in the streets and basically, yeah, basically India got their independence in like 1947 Mm -hmm. after world war II. So yeah, this like British Raj period is like where this movie is happening, 1920s. Um, and that's kind of like the, the background for, for this whole thing. Okay. Yeah. So Yeah. That's uh, All that stuff was like new to me. I was like, God damn, I just knew none of this. and <laughs> Yeah, because we didn't, we, I mean, you know, we don't really need to know about it. It's probably a big British history yeah. thing, you know, but like over in America, it was like, hey, that's, you know, that's not that That's, that's just dealing with, with world yeah. history.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of things that happened all the time. It's hard to keep up with all the things of thousands of years of history. You know? That's, yeah, that's very I mean, true. To be, <laughs> to be fair. Yeah. But, um wow, yeah. I uh, guess like that does give uh, I mean, that gives a lot of context to the to the movie itself.
1: Yeah, I think the my biggest takeaway from all that stuff is and and this was already apparent when I watched the movie, but like the tensions between the British people and the Indian people were like very high. They're very different people. Like mm. the class uh divide between the two uh was definitely like what lean was 100% interested in he was Um, leaning on, he was, he was leaning into it. Uh, but I mean, yeah, we should, we can start from the beginning on this one. Um, it had a very classical opening with like the, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jesus Christ. Maurice, Maurice jar did the music for this one. Um, just very classic, you know, uh, great score from him. I think he won an Oscar for it again. Um, but uh, written, edited, and directed by a really a really that's a that's a fucking credit. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> he's seventy six,
0: and he's just like sitting up in a, in an editing room, just like with his old bony hands, like
1: yeah, cutting up film and stuff. Like that's crazy. There's actually, you know, I didn't realize until I was watching this movie that uh, I had seen a clip recently that I think I may have shared on our director showdown Twitter of David lean in this old school, like editing thing, like grabbing reels and moving shit around. And it's him just like smoking cigarettes and like showing just like a random scene of like, um, I think, Oh God, what are, what are their names? Fielding? Is that his name? Yeah. Of Richard Fielding. And I think, uh, Adela quested like in a carriage Mm. and it's just showing his logic of like, how he pieces the scene together Hmm. and it's from this movie and he's like in his 70s fucking just like editing his fucking movie that he wrote and directed. That's ridiculous. And it's, yeah, yeah, just, he's a fucking wild man. One of the last. So, so yeah, um, the movie
0: has, uh, what's her name? Miss Quizstead as...
1: Adela 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 Quested by Judy Davis. Yeah.
0: And uh, we're like, okay, so she's, she's, I guess this is the protagonist and how I thought mm-hmm. well, how this was all playing out and how it was all being set up like as some sort of like romance thing. I don't know if you got the same yeah kind of feeling to it because like she's this young girl and she's going over on an adventure to India. Definitely. You know.
1: Yeah, I mean it's and I, I think you find that out eventually that like she is going over with the mother of this guy she's been like corresponding with Mm. Um, and like talking to potentially the magistrate magistrate. yeah Yeah. the judge he's like a Mm. judge in India Um, and yeah to like meet up with him to possibly marry him that plays out later Mm. but uh but yeah she's like going to India and I totally thought the same thing I was like okay so it's like another I don't remember he's gonna end up being a douche
0: and like she's gonna fall in love with like some like Indian guy
1: yeah, you know, that's that, how it was all tracking, you know. I'll, yeah, I'll tell you, man, I'll say it now like this first half of the movie, fully like the first probably hour and a half, I was like, this is This is so delightful. Like, I'm loving how, <laughs> how, uh, you know, like Dr. Aziz, the legend, uh, we'll talk about it. like, in oh, the they're gonna like totally dig each other,
0: yeah, and idea, and
1: yeah. uh, you know, the relationships that are developing. This movie is like maybe his funniest like there are a few like laugh out loud like lines that i had in this movie um but also like kind of his most human maybe since like brief encounter that we've talked about Mm -hmm. i would maybe say like the you know like mrs moore dr aziz like they're very like grounded um characters that like he makes you care for like pretty early on um but that's totally where i thought it was going to
0: (laughs) yeah because uh you know Miss Quinstead and Mrs. Moore they come and they want to see the real India and they're being constantly shielded from India because uh, you know the the British don't really want to have them um, interacting with with uh, Indians to mm-hmm. have that sort of separation
1: yeah. and
0: keep the British, the, Brit- the British people keep to themselves, and the Indian people keep to themselves, and that's just the order yeah. of the thing. And you find this out through various characters and just, yeah, you know how everyone's like, yeah, we don't associate with Indian people, but, um, you know, Miss Quinstead and Mrs. Moore keep insisting they're very adamant about seeing the real India.
1: Yeah,
0: and um,
1: yeah, there's like the the to go back a little bit, I guess, but yeah. like there's the club, right? Where it like, mm. is this very closed off? Like, uh, there's like, a uh, I wrote down dickhead Turton. Cause, uh, I just remember Turton. What was his first name? Uh, Turton was a real shithead. He like, would like throw out like kind of like very racist things about like the, the Indian people. And, mm. and it would like, y- uh, th- this is what I mean about like it being really human. Like lean makes a point to show how like turned off, like Mrs. Moore and, and uh, Quested are at like what people are saying about the Indian population. They're like, yeah. it's like, I, I don't really like, and they're very British about it. Like they're very proper about it. But like, I don't really like how you're treating these, these people. Um, mm. And, but yeah, like they're in this very closed off kind of community of like this club. And they're like, we want to meet the actual like Indian people. Pretty yeah. Much. Yeah.
0: Because it's all new to them and they just want to experience it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and then we then we have good old Aziz being uh, he, yeah. he th- our first scene with him is something out of like a cartoon or something, where <laughs> the Miss Quinzo and Mrs. Moore and in, in the car with the British people and they're driving really fast through the town and they almost hit they they hit yeah. Aziz and his friend, yeah, <laughs> and and they get up and then they just like dust themselves off and I'm like. It's like a Looney Tunes thing or something, you know?
1: (laughs) That is, uh, that's the scene that uh, Lean was editing. You just reminded me of it. Okay, Um, yeah. Yeah, when they almost hit them on their bikes, I'd forgotten. Mm -hmm. But but yeah, that's like the introduction of Aziz and like... And he's not dressed in
0: Indian clothing. He's like a very British, like suit and tie and everything.
1: Yeah, he very much feels like um, kind of a fusion of cultures and like he's younger, so I wonder if that was a thing that was happening with like the younger people being a little, well, it is, I guess, because yeah. then you have Alec Guinness, <laughs> Alec Guinness says, uh, uh, you know, we'll talk about him in length. I'm sure too. Um, Oh, what was his name? I can't remember. Um, Alec, Alec. Why is he not even on this cast list? Oh, I'm sorry. God, oh, good, God, 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 God bully. I think. God bully. Yeah. Go bully. Go, go. God bull, God bull or God bully. One of the two Go bully. Uh, but he's a professor know. at like the university and he's very much like the old guard kind of like very, you know, very Indian. Yeah. Very cool. Like cultured, like mm. old school kind of Indian. And, uh, he kind of looks down a little bit on Dr. Aziz. Yeah. Dr. Aziz is wearing like, like thin tied suits. And he's like, he's like very like hip looking. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, th- I think I Dr. Aziz quickly becomes, like, the very, like, human center of the movie. Mm. Uh, whereas, like, Quested is very much like, like, oh, this is all so stuffy. And I just want to, like, you know, get out of here and do something real. And, and he is, like... she She's yeah. just, like, kind of a... She, like, she's just kind of naive. That's
0: it. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's that's very all. naive, for sure. Like she just doesn't um, really understand how everything's working out, you know, like how things work. And she's just kind of wanting to see everything and still I mean she still has her predispositions about stuff, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Akin to the her British upbringing, and so she's placing that upon like what's happening. Yeah. And uh so yeah, they're kind of it, it's interesting cuz you know, she, she is, she is interesting cause mm-hmm. she is so enamored by adventure and thinks that her possible groom or um, uh, husband to be is the stuffy one. Like he's the one who's like, yeah, tr- totally British and he just wants, he doesn't even want, he just wants to watch a game of polo and chill with his <laughs> bros, you know, Ronnie. Yeah. Ronnie. <laughs> And she just, she realized that she doesn't really love him, you know? Yeah. And that's from early on, early, earlier
1: on. That's, yeah, that's when I was movie, like, yeah. oh, okay, interesting. What's, what's this movie doing is when she's like, hey, we got to like talk about something serious. Uh, mm. I don't like want I don't want to marry you. It's just yeah. like, it's like very nonchalant. Uh, very British. And, and he's like, yeah. Right. Well, you know, well, uh, all right.
0: Like, yeah, he was very British. And she even says, this is all very British, isn't it? Yeah, the, that's right. Line, that's, yeah. that was one of the quotes. And, uh, well, then she decides to take it upon herself to go in, go see, go see India and bikes around on her own. And there's a really interesting
1: scene. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay. So this, this is where there's two scenes, this one. And obviously I think the cave yeah. situation that happens later that I'm a little bit like, I kind of don't know what is totally going on here? Like what the, I, I okay, assume the yeah, intent, for sure. this is what I assume the intent is. The intent is like, she gets overwhelmed by the, she loves the idea of adventure and kind of this exotic new mm-hmm. place. But then when she's amongst it, she's like, this is, this is too much for me. Essentially. yeah, I right? can't do it.
0: Yeah. Well, also with the scene of, because she bikes to this like shrine. Yeah. And it's obviously some Kama Sutra shrine because it's very sexual, like all of the imagery. Yeah. And, like, to me, the way that she reacts to it is like she perceives the culture. Okay. This is not me. This is the character. Okay. She's perceiving the culture as like a sort of like primitive and animalistic type barbaric culture who just have indiscriminate sex. And that's what I was kind of like, mm, yeah. because it, it, I didn't get that at the time, but when we talk about the cave scene later, it, 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 it links because yeah. like, then she's, she's primed by the, she's primed by the, 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 the Kama Sutra yeah. shrine. trying. I'm mm-hmm. assuming it I don't know. I'm totally culturally, yeah. but I'm assuming cause it bunch of sex statues. And she thinks it's like in. I mean, it looks like she's thinking it's indecent and and crazy, and all the monkeys come out, and it's just like a total disaster for her. Yeah. And she thinks of. I mean, she immediately regrets her decision not to marry Ronnie, and says, "I'll marry him like after after the after that part." So like she's like she's like not about India at that point,
1: you know? Yeah, and it's even. Yeah, it's she broke even, really easily. Yeah, yeah, like a like a risk versus safety thing too, where it's like, like she wanted the risk, and then she she saw I guess what that looked like, and it scared her, so she she went back to something that was secure and like welcoming, even if she didn't, you know, realize that maybe that that was what she wanted at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's definitely what was going on there, and then kind of at the same time, yeah, I mean they're doing a lot of like and I. I wrote this down in the order, but I can't really remember the order of the movie. It's a lot of sequences, yeah. but uh, yeah, I mean, Aziz has a lot of like scenarios where it makes him so relatable and so human. Like he has the scene where uh, he gets, t- Oh my God, how does this play out? He gets taken in a taxi because something happens to his horse. And so he has to take a taxi. He takes the taxi and then like two British ladies come out and they're like, Oh, thank you for getting this taxi for us and then they oh, like yeah. get in the taxi cuz they cuz he thought
0: they thought he was like a servant or something.
1: Yeah, and he's like uh, okay, like like yeah. fine, whatever, but you're immediately like oh man, this guy fuck, this sucks, man. This guy's getting treated like shit from like everybody. Uh which that's the thing yeah. of the movie, huh? Um but uh yeah, and I think that's actually is that like right before he meets Mrs. Moore?
0: Yeah, because he goes to the um the, the temple, mosque
1: the mosque, yeah.
0: And uh and Mrs. Moore wanders in, mm-hmm. she but she's very respectful and she takes, you know, like he's,
1: yeah. he's,
0: he thinks that she's just one of those stuffy English people again, but she like actually knows what to do. Like she takes off her shoes and uh, Mrs. Moore and Dr. Aziz have a nice little like chat. Like that's a very charming yeah. kind of thing where Mrs. Moore is very understandable, understanding and Dr. Aziz sees her as like not just another British person, you know?
1: Yeah. It, um, well like two things. I think that scene reminded me of, uh, yeah. David lean in his like brief encounter mode where it's like, yeah, man, if you just like have, you know, well-written kind of human characters who are like vulnerable and interesting, like he, not that he didn't do that with like his big epics in between that we've talked about, but this really felt a little more intimate than like his, his last few, maybe to me personally. Um, I mean, doctor, doctor, doctor Z was pretty. That's true. true intimate, I'd
0: say. You know.
1: Yeah. Um, What was I gonna say? Oh, but then the other thing that it made me realize is like, yeah. I mean, that like this is what. How do I word this? This is like what happens when two cultures, two people from like very different backgrounds, meet on an individual basis removed from baggage and removed from kind of like the anger of like crowds and things like that. It's Mm. just two very human people meeting and being like, yeah, we're very different, but like we get along and we're like nice to each other. Mm. And that's kind of what it felt like their relationship was in this movie where like they're in this very heated environment between these two, you know, groups. It's almost like a Romeo and Juliet thing maybe, I guess. Yeah. But I'm, you know, they, they weren't like in love or anything, but, um, and they're very friendly with each other and uh, trying to kind of like learn things from each other. Mm. But, um, yeah, that's like a very, very Mrs. adorable Maul! scene. Mrs. mole Mrs. <laughs> yeah, but it seems like Aziz, Aziz really
0: does like the British culture. I mean, it's not, it's all, it, it's all shown in what he does. And he has this fascination with it and he dresses the part mm-hmm. and it's like a love-hate relationship with him. You know, he has that struggle of identity Of like, you know. Like he doesn't he likes the British people, but they also exclude him, you know? Yeah. So he's he's in that he's kind of in um a liminal space of of culture. You know, he's 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 kind of that like you said, like the hybridization. Liminal liminal is like a good way of putting him. Um so he's kind of like our kind of our our almost a rosetta stone throughout the film of of what it's kind of alluding to what yeah, the whole message is. what the movie is interested in. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, and like by, you know, talking about that, I think talking about um Richard Fielding, who yeah, gotta is another, we ought to talk about him. He's a really interesting character too, where um, that whole scene of Dr. Z is going to meet up with him because Fielding is like, hey, we're going to have like this lunch, uh, yeah, I know this guy. Yeah, but well, like yeah. I'm gonna get this professor, and there's a couple of British ladies who like just want to meet some people from India, you know, real people. Yeah, and Mrs. Moore is like, hey, that Aziz guy, I like him, bring him up. Yeah, exactly. They they want to meet him, and then he's like, Yeah, we'll get a professor, you know, they can Man. talk about philosophy and all this stuff. And yeah, it's just interesting how like everybody has the best intentions, you know, Aziz, Dr. You know, Mr. Fielding, Mrs. Moore, um, and well, the build-up to that I love, where Aziz is like it follows Aziz going to the the luncheon or whatever the picnic, they call it, and um... what's he,
0: that? Yeah, what, what's the whole thing? Like he because the <laughs> Doctor Aziz is so excited to meet Professor. Yeah, is it Professor Fielding? Yeah, or Doctor Fielding?
1: Uh, it just says Richard Fielding. I think I think what does he's he a, do? He's a he's a professor. I guess yeah, I guess he is right. Yeah yeah. And uh, he's
0: known all about fielding and how, how hospitable he is and how kind he is towards, like, Indian people. Yeah. Because, like, uh, so uh, Aziz comes to his place early. You know, he's, like, super, he's, like, a little schoolboy.
1: Like, Dude, he's, giddy. like, so giddy and yeah. excited, and he's, like, looking around at all of, like, the It was almost kind of
0: sexual, too, in a
1: weird way. Because, well, he's, like, like, in the shower and <laughs>
0: Like, I'm, I am I mean, I'm not, I'm just, I'm, I'm going off what David Lean's given us. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. he's in the shower naked, you know, and he's like super excited about it. And I, and I can only help but think there is a little like, um, well, sexual, like, that's an interesting
1: way to view that scene considering what happens later. Yeah. And if we're talking it about is, yeah. how that is heavily, that scene and what, you know, that situation is heavily influenced by, you know, this, conflict between these two cultures, maybe this scene is too, where it's like, yeah, there's this very like, yeah, we're like very into, you know, how different your culture is. Like we already got, you know, the, the, you know, them being excited about Indian culture that way. But then Dr. Aziz, we see that same Viewpoint of British culture, and like he's seeing mm. the tanks, and he's excited about the tanks. Yeah, he likes
0: all the cool stuff that he
1: has. Yeah, and the all these thing. like cool trinkets and stuff mm. like that. And uh, yeah, and just like the see, like he gives him his, which I didn't even know was a fucking a neck thing. thing? A yeah, neck, something for your. I think tie? it holds.
0: I think it holds down your collar, so you don't see the. Uh, yeah, so you don't see the interface or the
1: <laughs> or the collar. Yeah, the of inside it. of it, or the tie, or whatever. I don't know. Yeah.
0: It, it was apparently it's a. It sounded very British. Very British.
1: Yeah, but yeah, uh, Doctor, or yeah, whatever. Mister Fielding was like, he "Blast!" Oh, oh boy, I don't know where they are. And it's a very British guy, um, and he's like, "Oh, I keep some in my pocket." And he like takes his office shirt, and it's a very like he, he drops it because I remember him saying, "Blast!" Yeah. Oh, that's he right. drops it and it breaks
0: or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, Aziz, Aziz lies and mm. says that he has an extra one. It's a very kind of cute little charming, like interaction. Yeah. Cause Aziz just wants to be so helpful and like, you know, gain the, be on the good side of Mr. Fielding. Yeah. And it was great because there was actually, that was a setup for a payoff for, um, Ronnie who mm. sees, uh, who, who Ronnie drags Miss Quinstead out of the delightful conversation that she's having with uh, Aziz and Gold, Gold to God, God, Godbul? God, 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 yeah, and uh, he's in the carriage with her and says, can you believe, can you believe that he didn't have a uh, neck, whatever the yeah, thing is, the, the thing the, that he the, gave fucking, yeah, Mr. Fielding. it was yeah. a great little, he's he, like, he's, he's accusing him of not being British enough when he was actually doing it. He just had, didn't know the context of it. Yeah. And I think that was that little like interaction was kind of a good microcosm. In the whole film is just like total, just misunderstanding of each other, you know? Yeah. Like yeah, just for sure. Cause it's just like making a quick judgment call because like there was no, you don't have the, mo- the, uh, yeah. The evidence of the, the context of the situation as to why he didn't have the next thing,
1: you know? Yeah. And even, um, Yeah. And that happening right after that, that luncheon where it's like, you know, their, their luncheon, their picnic or whatever is like the, yeah, that in and of itself is like a microcosm of like, like British India. Like this is like how this should work. This is like, you know, how these cultures should intermix. It should be, you know. These these you know British women come and they're interested in the culture and they all meet and it's like they're learning about philosophy they're learning about whatever mm. and then you know this stuffy British magistrate comes in and he's like what is what is what is happening here why are you talking to these two fucking guys like what what is the meaning of this like let's get out of here mm. um, yeah and that that's kind of introducing uh, which I didn't realize at the time but like the big kind of conflict of the of the movie pretty much. <laughs> Is there
0: anything else you want to talk about before we get cuz like oh man I've been holding back
1: you know um let's see the uh cuz it's
0: all leading up to you
1: know I'm trying to uh, yeah I
0: mean I have a lot like of things like it's notes. showing that it's showing that uh you know Miss Quinston and Mrs Moore are all about learning about India and Ronnie's just a stuffy guy and Fielding Helps take care of. Well, he actually has. It was a great scene where he where um on the day of because. Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> um, because Aziz is is going to invite a Mrs. Moore and Miss Quinstead, and take along Mr. Fielding on an quote like an, an adventure to these caves.
1: Yeah, the and, Marabar. Yeah, yeah, Marabar caves.
0: Which is made up apparently. Um. Hmm. And uh, like it was fictional, it was like the the book made made up these caves. But yeah, um, on the day on on a few days prior or like a day prior, he ended up being sick. And Mister mm-hmm. Fielding comes, and it's like he's like this. He seems like an English father, and he's like, yeah. oh, jolly, like he just sits. There. Like everyone just relax, and like and everyone's like giving him a lot of respect with stuff. He's like, you guys just need to yeah, yeah. relax and sit down. Mm. And there's that really charming moment between them when all the other guys left. And he's like, Aziz is like, I'm going to show you everything that I am, everything I have. Yeah. And he shows the picture of like his deceased wife, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how the Indian culture is. I'm assuming that it, it, is a taboo to show like, that's why I assume. I'm assuming that's taboo to show your wife to someone that's mm-hmm. not.
1: And maybe after their, I think they were talking so about that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he said that like he's like nobody's seen that, or like I don't show anybody that. Like that's for yeah. me. That's for me. He really shows him, and and he yeah. can
0: only show it to you a relative. Apparently, I think Oh, he says okay.
1: because he says if she was
0: alive, I would tell him that you were my brother. You know, it's a oh, really yeah. like Their
1: relationship it's a really, is really sweet really like great. thing because
0: yeah. he's like Aziz is being very vulnerable you know mm. and so like he clearly cares about Mr. Fielding and Mr. Fiel- Fielding like you know has a has a ton of like respect and like doesn't like he likes he, he likes the Z's a lot so there's yeah. so you can obviously conclude that there's a strong connection between the two you know
1: mm-hmm. yeah the yeah their, their friendship is really great and I I, just, I love that scene too because uh, it, it like gets into the kind of playfulness with cultural differences where like if two people are friendly with one another then they can have like kind of a a joking funny conversation joking about their differences and i like that there's that scene in this movie where it's like fielding or no 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 aziz is talking about like when are you going to get married like what's the deal like do you like uh do you want, do you like Miss Quested? Like, or do you want, I'm mean, she Her she has, breasts are too flat. Yeah. Her like, oh do you want a woman God. with big breasts? And then he's like, you go I down don't.
0: to, uh, yeah, you go down to, uh, uh, I forgot what he says. It's an Indian. Calcutta. That sounds right. Yeah. Calcutta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a woman with such large, see, that's what I also like about it too, is that they're not making him like a total innocent boy thing. Like he's obviously like, he's a human who's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Like he, he's like looking at like a porn like a quote unquote
1: porn mag. Yeah, it's when he when he's sick yeah. and he pulls open the like porn mag. I was like, is, he's
0: and they're I probably like all covered up, which is hilarious. You know, probably yeah. That. But <laughs> I mean, it's important that we bring up the porn mag because it it plays. Just hold yeah, on to that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It uh it, it surprisingly becomes a factor, but uh mm. but yeah I. I I think you were setting this up too, but like at that picnic that got like broken up or whatever, they're talking about like, yeah, we'll go to these caves, we'll show you the real India. Um, and uh, you know, Godbelly is very much like mm, I don't know. Not don't such know. a good a- not such a Yeah, he's like very <laughs> <sighs> Sir Alec, can, can, can we get him yeah, let's just get out of the way. <laughs> well to me it's just it's just one of those wild fucking like just relics of, of movies from decades ago of like uh, yeah I mean uh, Sir Alec Guinness plays Professor Narian Godbelly um you know in let's just say he he, he brought the brown makeup to set and uh, boy are you putting are you putting that on him? You know, that's that's on society, I think, probably. I mean who knows? That's on lean. Uh yeah, I don't know. I think it's I his thought, good luck charm. What was he supposed to do, <laughs> well, dude? He can't yeah, be, actually, he can't be fielding. Yeah, it's just so funny to me because, yeah, what I remember from reading about the production of this is their relationship during the making of this just decayed to nothing. Like, oh really? Because yeah, because Guinness found out how much. Um, of his performance got cut because like, yeah, Godboli isn't in a lot of this movie at all. He's not, yeah. Um, and he found out and like they basically didn't speak until right before Lean died. So kind of a fucking Kurosawa connection. Weird. That's so weird how how fucking uh wow, he's kind of his uh Mifune. Yeah. That's interesting. Um but yeah, he Let, <laughs> he plays us So
0: if one of us becomes a a director and one of us becomes the actor of that director, we hey, won't
1: we won't do that. Yeah, no. We'll be I won't make you brown face. <laughs> Most <laughs> of all. It's just funny how like, yeah, half of the Guinness movies we've covered from Lean. He's like, he's got that, he's got that uh that whole fucking situation going on. But uh, yeah, and he's doing the accent. He's he's doubled I mean, down. I mean, you know, he's not he's not playing it up for laughs. No, and, it's I, all very serious. He's like, Yeah, he's good. He's good, he's good in yeah. it. You know, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting casting. I mean, but. I would you know, I'd
0: much rather have an actual Indian play an Indian. It is just interesting when like, yeah, like. Um, but I mean, we all we also have to call out if we're gonna call out these people, we gotta call out Valkyrie. <laughs> We got caught every single movie <laughs> that has royalty in it, whether it's Russian. It would, like, there's... Yeah, yeah. Like, what <laughs> is it? The greats come out and they
1: play, like...
0: It's, yeah, you know, yeah. It's, British, it's all British, British pe-
1: actors playing Russian. It's and,
0: always, like, any any monarchy, yeah. it's always British people. And it's like, I'm going to say, <laughs> end that now. Hashtag, yeah. end British people doing royalty only. <laughs>
1: That's they're, the racist. Only, they're the only ones yeah. who do it, it seems like. Uh, but no, what I was going to say is that it is just interesting that like this movie is pretty much entirely populated by a lot of Indian actors. And it's like the guy who played um, Dr. Aziz, Victor uh, benergy I think his name is, um, like David Lean had like a fucking pain in the ass of a time casting him, like similar to Sharif in um, mm. Zhivago, where they were like, uh, can you get like, Fucking, I don't know. Get like a some. They they wanted like somebody uh, like British, and he was like that. Do, that wouldn't make any fucking sense at all. Like that doesn't work for the movie. Yeah. And so they got this guy who's like, yeah, he's like an Indian um, actor. He's been like a lot of stuff. I think he's still alive because he's young in this. Um, and it's only thirty six years old, which I guess that, that s- is a, that is a while back. Me. Yeah, that scares me to talk about. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, my yeah.
0: brother was born like. A, a year after this, which is, <laughs> David Lean was alive when my brother was.
1: Yeah, lying. he didn't die until 91. Oh, we were, oh my God. We were all alive. That's He passed away. Yeah, that's wild. I mean, yeah, he died seven years after this, probably from just like smoking a shit ton and... Living a wild man life, I would say. Hey, I mean, <laughs> you know, you can't you can't blame them. It's about
0: yeah the quality, not the quantity, baby. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I'm trying to think of other things before we get into the kind of the second act stuff. But because it was a very, very
0: obvious like yeah line to this movie. Yeah, train
1: corner, choo choo, motherfuckers. Oh, you pulling we into go. the station. Do trains
0: have corners?
1: Yeah, they do. I mean, mean, they have turns. Yeah. Well, they have like the thing where you stop and then the track shifts underneath you. Would you count that as a corner? No. Yeah, it's not a corner.
0: So Um, you're making it something completely new and unique. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. No one's ever thought of this before.
1: But uh, yeah, you have this long train sequence and that's when I realized, what is my note? What, What did I put down? Uh, motherfucker loves trains. Motherfucker loves trains. Loves these trains. Hey, and I love him for it. I mean, the
0: movie starts off with some really nice train shots. That, That's true, like, too. fucking, yeah. I don't know if it was dusk. And it was like the silhouette of the.
1: Some were map paintings, I think, but also oh, they really? did go to India, so I think a lot of that was real. Mm. But that's right, yeah. The opening does have a lot of like beautiful train shit. Mm. Um, yeah, and it just made me realize, like, yeah, brief encounter. Lawrence of Arabia has a whole set piece around. Hey, Doctor Z.
0: No one did it better than Doctor Z, though. Oh, Doc that movie Z. was a
1: train movie. Yeah, that was a absolutely a train movie for sure. We need more train movies. Snowpiercer
0: <laughs> wasn't a train movie. <laughs>
1: What other train you know movies? that's right, man. Like you, you put a train as an important part of your movie. It's hey, gonna be good. It's gonna be. Good. <laughs> it's gonna be good. I mean, a lot Wild of Westerns, Wild West
0: had trains.
1: Wild Wild West, master friend Ken. Um, I'm not summoning him, but I'm just you know giving a shout out. But
0: that's
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like just he, like you have a like a, a spell that you can yeah. cast a Ken the, spell b- the black magic uh Brauna's black magic um but yeah and then <laughs> what else did we talk about oh and then fucking uh Bridge Over the River Quiet the, the hey that movie's all about trains all about the fucking train Yeah, I mean... A bridge for trains. You know, maybe this will happen with this big infrastructure push. Maybe we'll get, like, a couple of cool Amtrak movies.
0: Brief Encounters, train stops? That's where they had the little... He loves trains. And maybe there is some... I mean, maybe there is some uh, literary sort of criticism they can give there in the sense of... What's the word I'm looking for? I'm trying to bring up my old English class terms. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, there's some sort of—I don't know if I want to say metaphor, but metaphor, because metaphor is just mm-hmm. like the easiest thing I can think of right now. <laughs> but yeah. you know, because tra- trains are a representative of. There's so many. There's so many things you can say about trains. Yeah. Trains. I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna roll the dice here and think of liminal spaces again. Mm. Liminality, like the whole like tran- transitory states. Yeah, yeah. Thing, and that would be the best thing because Aziz is kind of like a train in that sense of like being he's in in between places. Yeah, you know? yeah. And trains are always in between places. That's where they. That's that's that is where they serve themselves best. I mean, even the name of passage to India, you know, that in between spaces between Indian and and Britain. And Aziz is like, Aziz is a train, baby.
1: Yeah. I mean, you have the great scene. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that that ties in perfectly with like this Mm -hmm. fucking great quote that I put down, Mm -hmm. uh, of him on the train and, uh, or where did I fucking, I just lost it. Are you talking about, I am Douglas Fairbanks. And he's like, the actor, it's a fucking just like all in camera. He's like hanging off the train, on which the- is over a cliff. Mm-hmm. And he's like hanging out the window. And he's like, it's just like, oh, this guy's like the most charming dude in the world. This is so great. I was more scared for his life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's in like a different passenger cart. Um, he's outside the train holding on mm-hmm. to some bars. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, he's, like, constantly moving yeah. amongst the train on mm. the outside of it. It's just, like, God damn, man. Fucking... Mrs. Moore. Balls. Mrs. Moore. Uh, yeah, and we should also say that, like, yeah, they're going to their their picnic at these caves, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but But, uh, you know, what's his name? Richard Fielding was going to go. He missed the train. And there's even, like, some panic in Aziz. He's like, oh, fuck, it's just going to be, like, me and these... Two women, I think he realizes he I knows took it the as,
0: order of oh, the social order that's why
1: yeah and he's I feel like he's like kind of panicking like uh, this is not gonna look good like this trip essentially me going with these two British women um yeah and a British es- escort yeah yeah exactly um and yeah and then they get there and they're like hiking up to these caves um it is playing up some romantic tension between them. Like in these scenes, there's the scene when like she grabs his hand and he helps her up. and he there's that shock. Her hand. Yeah, 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 that's
0: right. He, yeah. he offers her hand. He offers his hand because I think it was more of like he, he just wanted to help her up because she was struggling, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was the one who was inquiring a lot about um, his prior romantic history. Mm-hmm. She was the one who was kind of building it up.
1: Yeah, in and it, then uh, yeah. his editing, though, I think mm. is really great because there's that insert shot of the hands, Yeah, and he just wants you to know that that's important. Like, their, their physical in kind it, of intimacy yeah. at this point is important, and that they're, like, getting to know each other, and he's very vulnerable around her. Mm. Um, yeah, they're definitely playing that up leading up to this
0: and you're like, oh, do they kind
1: of like, like each other sort of thing, you know? Yeah. That's how, how it was. And I thought this was going to be, at this point, I was like, is this going to be like kind of a Romeo and Juliet thing where and it's I the kind forbidden of, romance? And when I
0: thought of that, I, was, I sighed and I was like, this is, this is going to be such a boring film. <laughs> That's what's so funny is that I was like, is this what's going to happen Really? Yeah. And I I was like, Are you seen, I've seen this story a million times, baby. What's so special about this damn movie? And I went, this is so delightful. I'm loving this. It's so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. How we, That's
1: you and I fucking, yeah, yeah summed up. Uh, Luckily, I ended up winning in the end. You did, yeah. And it's, <laughs> uh, the movie's all the, you know, more interesting for it, for yeah. sure. Um, but yeah, there's a series of stuff at the caves
0: mm.
1: where, um, yeah where there's there's a whole bunch of like uh Indian like escorts with them it's very
0: chaotic very yeah. chaotic
1: jam packed in these caves uh you know the two women go in there they're very Cramped there's this thing up, with the echo yeah. yeah that um only i think miss quited hears right. No, everybody hears that. Oh, the echo. Oh, everybody does. That's right. Yeah, that's what the caves
0: are known for,
1: mm-hmm.
0: is the echoes. And uh, mm-hmm. Mrs. Moore couldn't handle it. She gets overwhelmed. And yeah. so she sits outside and... Um,
1: and she sits outside and casually says one of the wildest quotes, hmm. which is, I believe like many old people, I sometimes think we are merely passing figures oh, a godless universe. Oh, God, that universe. great line. Which is like Mrs. Moore... She's a real fucking, one. Yeah. yeah, she's real as hell. She won an Oscar for this. I think yeah. deserves. She's great in this movie. And she was on
0: those dope-ass sun, granny sunglasses.
1: Yeah, those dude. like wild 80s sunglasses that yeah. I was
0: like, interesting. Spanned out and stuff. <laughs> yeah. They were funny.
1: But drinking her fucking uh, liquor or whatever she was drinking. Yeah, I think it was yeah. some wine or something. Yeah, some wine. But she,
0: she this is important. She suggests that Miss um, Quinstead and... Uh, Aziz go on ahead without her. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to hold him back because they were having a good time, you know. And uh, so, yeah, it leads to those points where we talked about before with the whole like hand holding and stuff. And they get and they get up there, yeah. And this is just so interesting that all of a sudden, like, it, it seems so out of out of place. Yeah, where it feels he, so surreal, right? Yeah, because it's like he. Smokes a cigarette Which was so weird to me Because he's never You never see him Smoke a cigarette before Yeah It was very strange Because like If you smoke a cigarette Especially in those times If you smoke cigarettes Like you'll see them Always with cigarettes Like there's not Mm -hmm. Like he's He looks cool though He looks like he's in a band Or something Like with his suit And he's He does His cool suit Yeah Yeah, he's smoking a cigarette And Mm.
1: whatnot But he's hanging out Outside the caves
0: Mm. Yeah away And she goes in
1: Yeah And has what I can only describe is, like, this spiritual nightmare vision. Yeah. Yeah, where there's, like... uh, This... I don't know. This sounds bad the way I say it, but it's what the makeup looks like. But it's, like, these monkey men, like, guys in, like, ape makeup. Do you remember this? Yeah. And it's, like, they're, like, coming at her and they're, like, attacking or they're, like, jumping at her. And it's this weird... Yeah, like, it feels like it's out of a different movie, this, like, weird spiritual vision or something that she's having. See, th- we never... <laughs> Should we... I mean, we can go ahead and talk about because, I mean, yeah. whoever's listening
0: this far, you know, either doesn't care or seen the movie, right?
1: Sure, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know what the fuck happened in that cave. I don't either. There. This is the perfect point to, I guess, okay. say this. Yeah. Even though it's not an explanation, but is something I guess like Judy Davis, the act, the actress who plays Adela quested got cast because David lean asked her what she thought happened in the cave. And she said Mm. she can't cope with her own sexuality and freaks out. (laughs) And I was like, okay, so it's like more of like a suppression of like sexuality potentially than maybe cultural stuff, but yeah, I still don't really know what happens in the cave either because she does call for him, and he comes. Mm. But then, to me, the movie at no point gives much evidence, visual evidence that that Aziz did anything. And I yeah. think that's that's what they want you to take away, you know, with the ending that happens with what she says. So I mean, I get, yeah. I
0: get the whole idea of like what happens in the cave doesn't really matter. It's about the consequences and stuff. I know. I get that. I just yeah. I just I feel like it's a little I it just seems so because like the whole time I was wondering like what the fuck happened in there. Like what yeah. the fuck? Why why does she go fucking crazy?
1: Me too. Me yeah. too. Yeah and that and was I think uh, it's a yeah. kind
0: of a disservice to like this is my that's my biggest criticism about the story. It's kind mm. of a disservice to just say that she decides to make a horrendous accusation, yeah, a, a very extreme and serious accusation. Mm-hmm. Just because she heard some, like, she accuses him of a of rape, and makes that accusation an extremely, very serious
1: <laughs> accusation. Yeah. And we have zero idea of what happened. To well, her. Yeah, what happened? Because all we show, all we know. I agree with that. Like, that was my kind of big Mm. takeaway after this point in the movie where I was like, okay, well, surely there will be maybe a little bit more information Mm. given on what happened. Yeah. But because, like, yeah,
0: because I mean, I like that Judy Davis answer, but still, even if that was the case and she just heard echoes and like freaked out, it's strange to me that she would just say, he he tried to rape me. See, well, I that's will what, say that the, you know, the
1: movie, and I know that's the best not what the my, movie's
0: about. I get it, you know. Yeah, I,
1: and I, I was just going to say that I, to the best of my knowledge, the movie doesn't even say that word. And I, although that's what they say on Amazon in the description and stuff, like I think they do, they say assault. Like they say, like no, tried to assault her. Oh, really? Yeah, attempted rape. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, that's explicit then. Yeah, but um. Yeah, uh, so yeah, then the, the movie, you know, she like trips down this hill, falls through all of these like, she's basically, well, I mean, this is her in the same mode after she sees the the temple, and kind of freaks out seeing that, and she's like, after that happened, she goes back, and it's like she's been attacked, right? Mm-hmm. And
0: Yeah, she's like bleeding all over the fucking place.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, well, after she, yeah, runs from the... The cave, yeah, she, like, tripped into, like, bushes and, like, is bleeding all over mm. and has scratches. I was like, and, uh, did she get... It
0: looked like she got attacked. Yeah, I was like...
1: What? But I think that's just because she was tripping down the yeah. mountain. Like, that's all it was. Yeah, it was apparently, you know?
0: like, cactus or something. Yeah. Like, needles.
1: Yeah, I... Yeah. See, and this is... Yeah, this is what, in my research, I tried to figure out, like, thematically what all this stuff is trying to get at. And all I could kind of figure out is that it's... It's this, like, metaphor hmm. for the British wanting to enter into and understand India, but ultimately they're afraid of change or they're, like, afraid of... They don't actually like what they see. They don't actually... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and she, I think, is meant to represent that. Yeah. Um, and... But, yeah, there's more to the movie that happens, but... The movie kind of turns into like a bit of a trial movie. Yeah, it and was it's a lot of class crazy. Stuff. Yeah, like it's wild. I was like, whoa, where <laughs> is this? This is not where I saw this movie going. Not at all, man. I'm mm. glad that you said like avoid reading anything about it because I did, mm. and I was like very, very thrown off. I was like, boy, like, yeah, like it's 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 tough. The it's passage
0: tough. you you're you, were, you were expected to go down to was. A different passage to India that I was, uh, that I was expecting. Um, but but, I I mean like after that accusation, you probably guess like how everything happens, you know? And I think like what I liked, I mean, I don't think there's too much. I mean, what, what, what I take away from like the next half is like, you know, the real explicit political undertones of the movie. Well, I wouldn't say undertones, like very explicit political themes in the movie Mm -hmm. and the, you know, the racism and imperialism and, you know, all those big isms that you can pull out of your butt, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Very hot words that you can say. Yeah. Um, The way that I, that I like to see it though, is kind of like, I'd like to take a minute just to like reel it back from that talk because those are all the obvious top layer iceberg talking points. You know, like if anybody saw this yeah, movie, they yeah. can easily just say, this is why imperialism and racism is bad and colonial. Like, okay, you know, that's fine. Right. Yeah. 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 But I think like when you, when you peel it back a little bit, you can see that, um, because Aziz goes through the, you know, I'm going to s- skip ahead and talk about like, he goes through a trial. Right. Yeah. And obviously of this, this, fo- this patently false like allegate rape allegation, because we all know Aziz ourselves, the viewer, and um Dr. Feeling knows everyone who knows Aziz knows that he he wouldn't do this thing. Mrs. Yeah. Moore doesn't believe it the, you know,
1: it's important to point out too that like the movie is on his side. It's yeah. like the the. The blocking, the, you know, how the performances are shown and edited together. Mm. The movie is fully, like, sympathetic to him. Yeah. And, like, uh yeah, Miss Quested is always kind of portrayed in this kind of, like, ambiguous, kind of gray.
0: Yeah. Light, and she's basically. totally deleted from most of the second half because she's
1: out. Yeah. She's sedated because of her injuries. That Well, yeah. Yeah there's a whole conversation about like what, who was talking to her, who was putting ideas into her head. I think I would have loved to see more of that. I think the movie needed that hmm. along with maybe a little more context on the cave. Cause she was definitely led down a path of thinking something that didn't happen is my takeaway also. But I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, but we can only assume. Yeah. The movie didn't show yeah. much of that. So yeah. But
0: it, to me, it seems like, because like there's all like it, it was actually pretty interesting what Dave, what Lean does or the book does. I don't know. Because all the people who supported Aziz didn't know him. They just thought he was just like this innocent Indian guy who was just being like fucked over by the British because the British always do that. And then yeah, obviously yeah. it's both ends of it. It's not just the British being bigoted. They are being bigoted yeah. for sure. Like they're assuming that this Indian guy raped a poor innocent British woman. Yeah. And then the Indian people are thinking it's – it's just this innocent Indian guy who's being bullied and falsely accused of rape by which both of both sides of the spectrum do not know what happened. They don't know. Yeah, that's true. They don't know. Like like those Indian people, they don't, they weren't there. Mm. The British guy, the British people don't weren't there. Yeah. And it's showing that society at large, we live in society, um, <laughs> is, is, making whatever spin it wants based on this, on these people and they're isolated. I mean, you can talk about, I'm not going to talk about specific instances in current events, but you can think of them on how like, you know, the, these, these like Aziz and Quinstead are being used as political footballs.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: To, um, further agendas on either side. Definitely. Because like, obviously your, your context saying like the British people wanted their independence yeah, and British wanting control over India Mm -hmm. And and they're using these, these, these people, Quinstead and
1: Aziz as, as a game to further that agenda. Yeah. Yeah, man. That is, that is a fascinating context. And it's just even, even little moments that play out during that trial um, the look on the British people's faces when they realize that the judge is an Indian mm-hmm. or magistrate, I think that's an interesting scene where yeah. there's like some discomfort happening there. Um, or the util- yeah the utilization of this like activist Indian
0: guy to defend disease, you know, like there, yeah, I mean, it, for sure. It's and it's he gets being, like pissed off and like steams out and he puts on a show, like he's like, he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't care about Aziz. Like, he doesn't know him. Yeah, yeah. He just, like, puts on this, like... He's like, Mrs. Boy, Like, does a rally and cry. Like, That's everyone's right. just fucking <laughs> playing it up, you know? And it's like... That is so true. This poor yeah. guy, Aziz, is just like, I just need a... I, yeah. I just... I liked... I liked the British people, and... Yeah. I just was accused of rape, and... Uh, mm. I, want, I want out. I just didn't want...
1: This is all wrong, you know? Yeah, I... Yeah, it, it, this movie got like real unpredictable in the second half, man. Because I was like, "Well, now it's anything gray, goes." Very yeah. Now anything goes. Like, I don't know what's gonna happen. I could totally see Aziz being guilty and them like him like dying at the end of this thing. Um, ultimately, like, I'm trying to think of yeah, what else to say before Mrs. Moore dies of a heart attack. Poor M- Mrs. Moore on a boat. Um, a passage out of India. Pass- hey, that's the passage. From India, she the looks sequel. at the stars too when she dies, bro. That's right. She's well, yeah. Poetic. She's looking at it. The water, the same water she looked mm-hmm. at with Aziz, um, mm-hmm. and uh yeah, and that I feel like that represents something that they killed Mrs. Moroff, and she's like this, this pure force of like understanding, this like mm-hmm. this this person that was like. Was just the last trying hope to that, understand. Yeah. yeah. It's like the death of hope as mm-hmm. Aziz is taken into, that's what it is. I mean, yeah. that's pretty explicitly, I think what he wanted to do, but, um, let's see. I put fucking owning her fiance in court. Uh, when Miss quest said, uh, yeah, I don't want to marry him or whatever. She says that at the end. And I thought that was funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then, I mean, I'll, I'm going to give
0: him some credit cause he decided not to be like, the magistrate for it. Cause he is the trial yeah. party, you That's know? Right. And he did trust like the, he trust the Indian guy. who was a magistrate mm. and who was really, I mean, he was, he seemed as neutral as he could be, which was, you yeah. know, which was cool. I
1: mean, like as you should be as a judge. Mm. Yeah. I mean, because what it ultimately came down to is like Adela quested, got on the stand and was like, I got to fucking like come clean. This mm. yeah, this guy like doesn't deserve this. He didn't do this. Mm. I forgot what the dialogue was specifically, but it was. I think. it was, I think like, it was well, my scene. I think it was po- partly my fault or something. Is what she says. Yeah. I think it was partly my fault, and then uh, as she like slowly admits a little more of what happened, mm. um, he's like, "Are you telling me that he didn't do any of this? Okay, mm. well then this is fucking done." And he like shuts down the trial, mm. and uh, and Aziz goes free. Which I Aziz thought at this point free. was a little unexpected. Aziz
0: Ansari, you're free. <laughs> you're free. You did. You did not. You did not get that unsolicited blowjob, Aziz. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. man.
1: Um, oh yeah, that's funny. Remember that time? That was yeah. A funny what, time. A, what good times. Uh, I mean, he has a, he has master of none season three dropping. He's he's fine. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, what? Uh, yeah, beyond that. Okay, I put. I put. What is Godbole's deal? He's just an Indian guy, man. Because like he's chill, dude. At the end of the movie, Aziz got out, and then Aziz gets out and he's like, "I'm
0: getting the fuck out of here because fuck the British people. i will be as far away from yeah. British Raj as I could," and he travels like what a thousand. I don't know. Like like 900 miles away or something. Really far away. Yeah. He said
1: that in that callback, a quote he said earlier in the movie, Mm. he said, uh, they're all the same. I give any Englishman two years. Mm. Uh, and then somebody says, oh, well, that's right. Yeah. His friend says like British women are worse. And he's like, Mm. well, I'll give them six months. Like Mm. that whole interplay is very, I didn't realize how much that was foreshadowing shit, but, uh, it Mm. totally was. Um, yeah. And then he. Yeah, he gets out of dodge and he becomes a doctor in uh, somewhere. I don't even know where he ended up. Some nice little city, some little mountain town. Yeah,
0: yeah. The base of the Himalayas looked like. Yeah, very far away. Yeah, because he just didn't want that life to haunt him. You know, and uh yeah. well, God bully shows up out of fucking nowhere, mm. saying, "You know your your best friend." Your best friend Fielding is, uh... Yeah, that's right. The reason, and, uh, he doesn't, Aziz believes that Fielding had betrayed him because he thinks that, because Fielding is seen leaving the courtroom with Miss Quinstead, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's, uh, he's assuming that they fell in love or something, you know, because, like, he's taking yeah. care of her and whatnot. Mm-hmm. When, uh, so he's like, fuck, fuck Fielding. I can't believe he would ever like. He thinks he got married to, yeah. Miss Quinstead, crested, yeah. yeah. And, um, so that's why he always tears up the letters that he sends him, but. Yeah. If, but, but, Miss, uh, Mr. Fielding was so determined to find him. And, uh, it turns out that you see that. It was a really beautiful shot I wanted to mention. He's with his wife. Mm-hmm. And they stop, like, near the Himalayas, and you see it, and it's, like,
1: really gorgeous. Yeah, that's a really good shot. I remember the ending of this movie looking really good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, Mr. Fielding marries Stella Moore, Mrs. Moore's daughter. Mrs. Moore! Mrs. Moore! Um, yeah, and Aziz and, uh, Fielding kind of, you know, repair their relationship. Mm -hmm. And, uh... I'm just like reading the end of this movie because I,
0: yeah, it and wrong. it's just kind of like almost poetic because Mrs. M- Mrs. Moore's uh, line does not stop, you know, it, and neither mm. does Fielding because yeah, that's what uh because apparently I guess like Aziz put a lot of emphasis like you want you have to keep your line going. What else are you gonna do? Yeah, I guess that's an Indian culture thing, you know. But
1: that is interesting. Um, yeah, that that yeah that adds importance to. Mm. Fielding and Mrs. Moore's daughter getting married, I feel like, because that, I feel like that represents something. That's like, that represents like, like the goodness Moore, of, yeah. yeah, the goodness of Mrs. Moore continuing on mm. something like that. Um, and, and then
0: Miss Quinstead is still back in, is just back in England, baby. Back in
1: England, looking sad out the, out mm. the glass window. Some real big emo girl vibes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, well, yeah, and then Aziz wrote to Miss Quested asking her to forgive him mm. um, for taking so long to come to appreciate the courage that mm. she showed, which is so interesting too. Like that dynamic of like, I mean, ap- I apologize it's true. for taking so long to you know for you to admit that basically, but yeah. yeah, he like realizes how hard that must have been for her. Yeah, I mean, it's true.
0: Like, I mean it. I'm not saying saying that, you know, Ms. Quinstead is some sort of like, like pan, like par, paragon. <laughs> of course yeah, not. Yeah. Like, it's just that when the, when the gears are turning so hard. Yeah. In that direction. And all she had to do was just be like, be silent and just kind of agree. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, he, he, you know. Mm. it would have been so easy for her. Mm. Done. But to be able to turn around like that. Can risk her whole reputation. I mean that's that fucking that's that's a lot,
1: you know. Yeah, I mean that's why even I think the more we talk about it, the more the I more? think even more <laughs> Mrs. Moore. Mrs. Moore uh <laughs> Mrs. Moore than needing more context on the cave. Yeah. I dude, I think that there was shit happening when she was drugged up and after she fell down the mountain because she was literally with um, her fiance, and then uh, no it was major really- Calendar and mm-hmm. his wife, who yeah. were like two of the really shitty people they met.
0: Mrs. Calendar was the one who was the one who she hung she hung out with.
1: Yeah, host. yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I just think that some some conversations transpired there, and I don't know that. May have colored her thinking that she knew what happened in the cave because they were trying to lead you know um charges against disease in india by by that measure basically, so it just I don't seems
0: know. it still seems like a stretch for me though yeah, and like it anything to do with the cave is like it doesn't make any sense to me <laughs> you know yeah it is like it's just so. It is so weird.
1: It's, uh, yeah, but it's interesting because it's, it's a matter, of, yeah. and I was looking into the book a little bit, mm. and the book is, is truly the same way. Like, you never find out what happens at the cave, mm. and I wonder if Lean wanted to be true to that level of ambiguity and that kind of, like, um, you know, confusion and yeah. not knowing truly like much at all what happens I mean but, it's just like in real life like you don't no one ever knows right mm-hmm. except for the people involved but. and he was definitely more interested in what we talked about which is like the the interplay between kind of the two sides and how extreme they were getting regardless of of what actually I happened just don't, right
0: the thing is like Miss Quinstead doesn't she never had some sort of she never like shown that her character would like make such a crazy accusation like that. Yeah. She never seemed devious. She never seemed like, I mean, she might seem confused some
1: of the time. Yeah. I think that's what it is more than, I mean, yeah, her like having an ulterior motive, I think. I don't know. But
0: it just, it just seems so,
1: I don't know. That's my biggest thing. It just seems like such a stretch, you know. Me too. I'm just, I'm just trying to like, that's totally it for me too. I'm just trying to like find, I'm trying to like look for the the missing. Persons. But I mean like I, I take your point like yeah that's probably it that could have been a, mm-hmm. a good because um, I just felt like they made reason. a they made a point of like Ms. yeah Callender she's, was she's always, with yeah, yeah. Miss Calendar Miss Calendar Miss Calendar took her and is mm-hmm. watching over her and I was like that's not that's not good probably like I don't know it's coming but like yeah. that's not a good thing mm-hmm. but also they didn't show any of that so You're I right. don't yeah, I think that there's maybe a little bit of missing, uh, you know. But regardless, context, you, know, that's, yeah. cause,
0: you know, that's not what the movie's about.
1: It's all about different cultures interacting and whatnot. Yeah, man. But, Fuck yeah. But and then, it's, it's uh, fucking messy and mm-hmm. it's a challenge and uh, obviously didn't work out for British and India, but, uh, you know. But I mean, it did work out for Aziz and
0: Mr. Fielding.
1: That's true. I mean, yeah, I mean, That's Aziz ended up ended up in a in a happy place and mm-hmm. dude, he I just want to like give another shout out to what's his name? Uh Victor Victor Banerjee who plays Dr. Aziz. He like the uh just like the amount of or did we talk about this last week or No, I think we were talking I was talking Delphin about this with like the father or something, but like Might as well talk about The Father now. Fuck it. The Father, uh, Anthony Hopkins, I think won because he gives so many types of performances in that movie because he's an older guy who's kind of losing it. That's how you win it. Yeah, and he has scenes where he's like charming as hell and then he flips on a dime and he's like cruel and incredibly mean and it's like, holy shit, this is jarring how like just this performance and how much he's doing – and I think that's the same thing that Dr. Aziz does in this. Um, he's, like, asked to do so much shit where he's, like, be charming, be funny, be scared, be pissed off. And he does, like, all of it really well, man. He has the Omar Sharif uh, teary eyes, like, in the last half of this movie big time. Yeah. Where he's just, like, it's that thing where, yeah, you got out of it, but, like, you're kind of permanently ruined because of it. Hmm. Where everybody's cheering you on, but you're crying. Um well, because, like, he was morally crying about his friend,
0: you know? That's what it looked like. Like, he, was, yeah. he wanted Mr. Fielding to come with him, but he didn't. You yeah, know? that's true. Like, because, like, he always that's, yeah, that's what Fielding, it was. Yeah. you know? And he was like, are you going to come with me or mm-hmm. not? And he can't. He he's, Mr. Fielding could decide not to, you know? Mm. And I think that's just Fielding just being like, you know, he doesn't feel like he's a part of that. As it as again, it's that cultural rift thing, you know. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's it's a bummer he didn't get any um he didn't get any award love. But I mean, of course he didn't. You know, but uh, that's yeah, the, he was great. The Oscars, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah this is the Oscars. Uh, yeah, I just think like after finishing this, like he's maybe like top three like lean characters. I think for me, like obviously like T.E. Lawrence is such a fascinating character and, uh, you know, um, Guinness in, in Bridge on the River Kwai is so, so awesome too, but uh, like Aziz is asked to do so much in this movie and I think he's great, but uh, yeah. Hey, Ali Guinness, yeah, Bridge River Kwai, dude. Yeah. Kawaii, Kawaii
0: baby. And hard to beat. I mean, Dr. Aziz is great too, but... That's true. Yeah. You know... Yeah.
1: Yeah. What uh, about... Uh, what's... Final thoughts slash David... The restaurant of David Lean.
0: Oh, <laughs> man. This is, yeah,
1: I don't, I don't know on this one. I don't one. know
0: how... How
1: culturally appropriation we're going to get I mean, get hey, here. man. You, you, you could just sidestep all that and you could say... this This nice British restaurant has been closed for 14 years, right? Okay, fine. The chef says... I've got a little bit more to say. You know, he brings in like a like a half Indian cooking staff. They're they're cooking up like British Indian curries. Yeah, oh yeah. Just a lot of complicated dishes. And I, then and then <laughs> halfway through the meal, some, like, some this is so this wild hits you. Yeah. And it's, it's just very like, spicy. Very spicy. It's hitting you, it's hitting you hard. You're like, wow, whoa, okay. I didn't expect this. <laughs> yeah. And then Chef Lean comes out with his big chef hat and his mustache, cigarette. And he said, a big, complicated uh, meal, isn't it? It's a lot going on, huh? hmm I guess that's, <laughs> what <it is. laughs> that's what he says. He just, with his, There's a lot going on. There's a lot hey, going on, isn't it? Isn't it? A little bit complicated, a little bit gray, isn't it?
0: Life's, uh, life, life isn't so simple,
1: huh? Yes. This, this food is... <laughs> These cultures mix a little bit uh, interesting, don't they? Isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> I don't know any British idioms. That's all... Isn't it? Isn't that's, it? All, that's all I know, too. Man. No,
0: that's perfect. That's. I mean, like, I don't know how I could add to that.
1: It's, <laughs> this is exactly like what this, what I this mean, movie yeah, is. Yeah, I, I like, just... I rolled with the fact that, like, British Indian cuisine is so linked now... Because of honestly, like pro- I'm sure this era for sure. Mm. Um, and I never knew that before, but it's uh you know, I know it now. Learning things. Oh from man, this I just podcast. thought something
0: terrible. Like Miss <laughs> Quinstead's the waitress, and she brings you out some food, and you're like, That's not what I ordered, and she's like, Well, I think that's what you ordered. That's what you
1: ordered. Yeah. I wrote it down. I I'm that's <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's funny. I think that's what, yeah, that it thematically fits yeah. our our movie. Um, I didn't know her that. that's not. She what brings I she brings lean out. No, no, no. She brings the whole Indian cooking staff out. Yeah, and says, "This is what I wrote down for him. This is what you guys made." Yeah, and then then you half know, after the cooking you tell, staff is like that is that is what he, she
0: did. That's what she wrote down. Yeah. Uh,
1: and then that is, that is what it is. And the other half disagree completely. And then she looks down for a little bit in quiet contemplation and she said, I lied. Hmm. That's not what he told me. You guys made what I wrote down. That's not uh, yeah. what I wrote down. I don't know if there's metaphor tracks it, it's anymore. Fine, it's yeah. something like this. Yeah, something you like get that. the joke. Yeah. Um,
0: but Boy, yeah. Boy, rape and, and food
1: just mix together so well. Yeah. Like gas and. Catch up. Ga- I don't. I don't know what the metaphor. Gas and l- is. fire. Gas and fire. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Uh, final thoughts. Adam, passage to India. Um, I
0: liked it. Uh, I don't think it's my favorite Lean movie, for sure. I think. It, I think I found myself more um, Mrs. Moore on the <laughs> uh, board side with the beginning, but that's just me, you know. Like, I'm not really into the whole, like, um, delightful, charming Aziz thing, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I I, I, I I like the whole classic river on the Br- bridge Kauai because those are very epic. Like, Dr. Sivago is very epic. Like, this one was an epic but not in the same magnitude, I think. Yeah, for not sure. Not as grander scale as the other ones though i will say I do appreciate the humanity of the the characters a lot more than the other films like you said before yeah um and i do like the turn that it takes in the um in the middle because cuz when that happened i was like okay i'm kind of on board with this movie now yeah. i'm on this train now lane <laughs> You're i was on the lane train yeah i i was like i was i was at the train station kind of waiting didn't know if i wanted to get on mm-hmm. and i said you know what yeah. I'm about 30 minutes late. I'll, I'll still hop on anyway. You know, <laughs> yeah. or, or an hour and 30 minutes late or something. <laughs> how long that turning point was. Yeah. Because I, I always like those kind of weird, morally ambiguous situations that Yeah, come about like this. And Le- I do like yeah. those. Like it seems oh, yeah. like he
1: really likes doing, which is just wild that, like, you think of like you could epics. get away
0: with it in those yeah. times yeah
1: with a big budget and very grand vistas and stuff yeah
0: i mean like what do you, what do you get with gray areas nowadays it's like what uh 50% killing 50% of the population is a gray area now <laughs> You know, like man, I agree with killing like half the yeah. population.
1: That's such know. a gray area of morality. It's like a guy that's doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Taylor Sheridan, Wind River stuff. Taylor Sheridan's probably is doing best. some yeah. stuff like that, I guess. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, what's his uh, fucking Villanue- Villanueva movie? Uh, Sicario. Sicario. Like Sicario does very stuff like gray. That. Yeah. Um. Ve- yeah, people don't do that a ton mm. anymore and just the fact that lean was doing it in epics mm. uh is kind of wild when like it's you have really wild movies yeah. like spartacus or ben hur and those are very clean kind of like i haven't seen either but i i so i could be totally wrong but like epics to me always seemed like a good versus evil kind of like good versus bad kind of like um scenario but like he makes these weird messy kind of like morally gray epics and it's just kind of wild that he was able to do that. Yeah, just yeah. pull it
0: off. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But it's it, 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 it's, a, it's a good movie. Um, it's hard for me to recommend now just because like it's a long movie and, uh, you know, you, you could watch other long movies instead of this on David Lean's um, yeah filmography. Think- but if you're a Lean head... Who yeah. If you're big, lean big, head, big lean head. Definitely watch it. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, um I I you know, like I kind of already said like I, the first hour and a half of this, this is kind of like the opposite of what you said. Like I was uh I was like, man, if this is going to be like this this kind of pleasant return to like brief encounter style like humanist romance epic Kind of like two people that shouldn't be together, kind of the same brief encounter type thing, but for different reasons. Um, not that they shouldn't be together because they're Indian and British, yeah. I, yeah you know, you know what I mean. Um, but the uh, the forbidden romance thing. But uh, yeah, and then it, it takes that hard pivot, and I was still like, oh man, okay, yeah. I, I hope you know they they figure out or they, she comes clean that like Doctor Aziz didn't do anything. And I think for the latter half, like it's all about his performance that keeps me really invested. And also what Lean was trying to say, you know, that was my biggest takeaway after seeing it was like, okay, he's truly just talking about British and India and these, you know, the cultural divides and this colonialism and uh, the way that these societies interact and um, our fears of one another, things like that. Uh, and ultimately I came, you know, out to, to, I think really like the movie. And the more we talked about it tonight, I think, uh, I appreciate it even more, you know, I don't know if it beats out kind of those, those, those couple of, you know, the bridge and fucking Lawrence, mm. you know, th- those are hard to beat, but, uh, I mean, or even brief encounter for me personally, but, uh, I mean, I, 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 liked it and, um, I'm glad he got to, he got to go out on a, a movie that was, that was very successful, you know, in terms of, uh, like it did pretty well to buy, it made like double its budget. I mean, that's, that's not too bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, got some awards nomination, best picture kind of wild that this got a best picture nomination. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, it makes sense. For, I, I mean, he's David it. Lean. Yeah. I figured they were like, it's maybe the last one I'll ever make. I mean, we got Oscars know, energy
0: it. in it. Big Oscars energy. <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, it, it does. Uh, but yeah, I mean, overall I, I liked it quite a bit and, um, I think that's gonna do it for a passage to India. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean that does it for that does it for David Lean, man. We're like finally after five months, getting <laughs> to the end of this uh season. <laughs> a nice long season, just like the movies. Yeah, hey, hey, that's why we did it. That's why it was all planned. It's all planned out from the beginning. Uh, but yeah, I mean I'd recommend this if you've been following along. I mean, it's definitely... You know, all these Lean movies... Uh, Kurosawa too. honestly. Like, they're all very interesting and worth checking out for different reasons like we talked about. But, uh, yeah, that's it for Lean. Next week, we're talking... Dreams. Dreams. By Kurosawa. His last movie. We're well, not quite, I think. Almost his last movie. Um, but that'll surely be something really fascinating to talk about. And... Yeah, Adam got any plugs? Um
0: if you can get vaccinated, go get it, baby. We we almost yeah. done. I Hell mean, yeah. if it's you like don't want to get vaccinated, up. fine. You know, whatever, but that's your choice. But uh, I mean, if you if you you can, and it's totally safe. Yeah. I got I'm vaccinated, I'm happy to say, you know. Yeah. And, it's not uh, it's I'm it's fine. A, yeah.
1: The fully uh, it seems like it's my, like uh, you could just yeah. fucking drive up now. It seems mm-hmm. like uh, the demand is my, dying. My now.
0: connection to the five G tower is complete, and mm-hmm. I feel the firmware um, uploaded. And I will only vote uh, for bad people.
1: Yeah, from here on out. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you this, guys. <laughs> I knew Bill and Melinda Gates were mm-hmm. getting divorced far belong before it was announced. And I didn't know how to put it into Are words they to people. Getting they're getting divorced. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, that's crazy. I felt I felt a pain, a sorrow in my soul. Yeah. You know, what I assume is the is the second that he decided to end the relationship. Mm. Um, and, you know, just the other day it it came out that they're getting a divorce. And I said, you know what, that makes sense because Bill Gates is in me now. And I would recommend, He's you know, I would personally recommend go get that Gates chip, go get it all up in. Dude, ya. the lawyers for that
0: divorce are probably just <laughs> foaming at the fucking mouth Can right now. Can you imagine
1: the like, fucking dozens on each side of like, all let right, right, okay. let's, fu- let's get the calculators out. Yeah. Let's fucking do the math. <laughs> God, they're, that'd be a They're mess.
0: probably bringing out like a like a fucking thousand dollar bottle of whiskey over to. That. They're like, they're
1: like, we don't give a fuck. That right? law firm's now, like yeah. dump everybody. <laughs> yeah, this get, is get all. we've Everybody, got. the fuck <laughs> in here. We doing this right now. Yeah, God. Derek, who got in the fucking wreck with the truck. Tell him his ass is fucking done. Throw him in the dumpster. Who needs him? Who needs Get the fuck out of here, you and your fucking 444 <laughs> car wreck bullshit. We're Gates all the way, baby. We're um,
0: only exclusively... Because Bill, Bill and Melinda Gates <laughs> Foundation. Yeah. This is the biggest news on the podcast.
1: <laughs> that what
0: is gonna happen to that
1: is it gonna just you know? uh, he'll he'll probably run that and then she'll do bill some thing. and this and, broke like a few days ago by the way it's not like breaking news really but i mean to me it is <laughs> yeah i mean it, if i haven't heard of it it's news to me oh man so you haven't seen big biden little jimmy carter Oh, I gotta show you that when this is done, you're gonna, you're gonna be so happy to see that. Okay, yeah. um, it's one of the most Lynchian things I've seen in like a few weeks. Mm. Um, but yeah, guys, that's it for a passage to India for David Lean. I hope you guys have enjoyed, you know, talking his movies. We'll we'll sum up Kurosawa and kind of this season next week. But uh, in the meantime, listen to all the Delphin Pod shows. Uh, subscribe to the Patreon if you can. There's a lot of cool stuff there. Um, some like Oscars stuff that uh, Emmanuel and I did and um, some other stuff too you know Marvel shows all that stuff so go listen to that go listen to subscribe to cover stories they're gonna be coming back real soon and I think that's gonna be it hell yeah tune in uh, next week or two for <laughs> or whenever it comes out who cares <laughs> yeah. Yeah. for Kurosawa's uh, dreams you guys have a good one bye bye Yeah.